They're selling you all wolf tickets, people. You're eating them right up. Wolf tickets. to Wolf Ticks, the most fabulous, handsomest, most bearded MMA podcast. Coming at you, I'm Ron Erickson II. I'm Patrick Pope, the only Ron. Where are you sitting right now? Oh, I'm sitting at my dining room table mm, in Silver Lake, California. Patrick, you, you kind of, I, I'm hearing like some horses and spurs in the background. Where are Mira, howdy, partner. <laughs> I'll be there in a second, Paul. <laughs> no, I'm uh, I'm in Texas. I'm sitting in my living room in New Braunfels, Texas. Oh, damn. Do you have some dip in? I got me a cut in my lip. I'm spitting on the I'm spitting in my spit tune. Pating. <laughs> <laughs> Is that racist to assume that you got dip in your mouth just cuz you're in you, Texas right now? No, that's not racist. <laughs> hey, that's 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 a smart assumption. <laughs> Did you know that uh there's a European version of Texans, and they're called Norwegians. Or no, Whoa. Sorry, more like sweet. They're more like Swedens, Swedish, Swedish, <laughs> Swedens. And they, they're kind of like the, the Swedes of Europe, or they're kind of like the Texans of Europe. A, a little bit, yeah. Swedes or Finns, yeah. They di- everyone dips. It's called uh-huh. it's called snus. Snooze. Oh, yeah, dude. Snooze has made its way over here. And the cool thing about the way they package their snooze is they put it in little tea bags, like tiny little yeah. thumbnail sized tea bags. And you just you're not getting all that loose wattage in your teeth. <laughs> it's a very sophisticated <laughs> way to do a very unsophisticated thing. Yeah. I mean, it still makes me dizzy and want to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like cigarette butts here. There's snooze bags everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> snooze bags everywhere. Please, so- deposit, please deposit your snooze bags in the snooze deposit area. <laughs> yeah. If there's any more snooze bags around here, we're going to have to close the snoozing area. <laughs> <laughs> I blame Splurgen. He's always the over there. Splurgen always <laughs> snoozes his snooze out. Shut uh, up, Skog. <laughs> <laughs> that's, now that's racist. Now that's racist. <laughs> Welcome to a new podcast called Now That's, that's Racist. racist. <laughs> Patrick, uh, Patrick, it's been so long. We missed last week's podcast. And how did we miss only one podcast and yet three events passed by? How did that happen mathematically? Well, because because I think if you just think about the weight of the universe being in, in constant balance and flux, we had three podcasts where there were no events. <laughs> so now we've had no podcast with three events. Oh, yeah. We are just balancing out the universe, aren't we? Perfect. Yeah, for sure. For well, sure. I was all the way over in the Philippines trying to do work. And as you know from the last podcast, Patrick was having this huge party over there with uh, all our friends and, uh, I'm sure a wonderful chicoterie and I was on the freaking airplane. So yes, Patrick, tell me your two Oh five story. 
Man, um, had a buddy fly in, one of our mutual besties, Will Watkins from uh, from Minnesota. He came in just just to hang for the event. I had guys from my office who I've kind of like turned on to the sport. Um, I had some guys that I work with, some very talented Snapchatters named uh, Yes Theory. They came and watched the fight. And um, man, it was just a good old fashioned get down. It was super intense event. Every single fight on the card was amazing, including the main event. Oh my goodness. The main event. <laughs> what was the sound that came out of your mouth when Conor McGregor knocked out Eddie? You know, it was the biggest sound that it, when he when it, when it was over, it was obviously going to be over. Um, right. You watch you watch it, but the the, bi- the biggest noise and reaction that came out of me was. The first, like the first real exchange, where Connor just knocked him on straight on his butt. I just jumped up and was like, "Oh my god!" Like I just couldn't believe that it like was that easy and that he was <laughs> doing it once again. He was doing it absolutely once again. Um, uh, so the, and then the rest of it was just kind of a sweet watch. All the I felt all the pressure leave me after that first knockdown. I was like, "Oh." Wow, he re- he's gonna. This is this is just gonna be a butchering. And Patrick, to to your credit, I must say you you um, you called the fight very very uh, precisely. You said Eddie's you said Eddie's gonna rush in. He's gonna be going too wide with his punches, and it's just not gonna work out for him. He's gonna no. be on the mat. I think you, yeah. you said he's gonna be on the mat in two. I did. I did. I said it will either be a four round version of Chad Mendez, Connor a four round version where Connor puts him out in the fourth or it will be, it will be over quickly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, be- and, and probably two rounds is what I think I said. <laughs> and, uh, and I'll be damned. Um, uh, people have talked this fight to death, but, um, okay. So I, I just want to ask you, Eddie says, Oh, you know, his whole thing is, yeah, I lost, but I didn't go with my plan. At mm-hmm. all, I did the opposite of my plan. Um, so, mm-hmm. do you think yeah. that if he if he did his plan, do you think it still would have been the same result? Absolutely, your plan goes out the window when that guy hits you. It is mm. that guy hits you and you fall over and you don't realize that it has happened. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie has said that. He said the first exchange, he said I was on my back and I didn't I didn't know what ha- I still don't really know what happened. So my point is is like you can have a game plan. You can you can talk all your trash, but at the end of the day, when that guy hits you, your game plan is literally roll the they roll the car window down and they then it flies out the window with the wind. Uh, even even Mark Henry, Eddie's boxing coach, afterwards was like, "Yeah, you really can't you can't really prep for what Connor has to offer. Like, the guy hits with such natural ability and with such accuracy and with such force that there's no way to." teach that and there's no way to really prepare for it wow so he's an impossible fighter to prepare for damn (laughs) more or less he's just saying that he has a natural god-given ability to 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 punch his body mechanics you know he throws from his toe like his force comes from his toe and when it connects which it does it's hard and connor's also he's he is something else like i think now he's he you've seen his evolution in the cage yeah he used to he used to run in headstrong forward bullying and now he's very patient yeah very patient very calm yeah i definitely i I definitely think that we're seeing um 
prime. Like, remember when Anderson Silva hit his prime? Hit his prime, and yes. it was just there was just uh, an effortlessness to it. It seemed mm-hmm. like, yeah, it seemed like a, that he was just dancing in there. It seemed like he. It almost seemed like he was just watching the fight from outside of his body and kind of like controlling it like a video game. I think, that, I think that that's kind of a, where Connor is right now. He's like, he's playing the instrument of his body, but like mm-hmm. from almost like from outside of the octagon. Absolutely. Uh, Connor's also what I realized is he's, he's completely unafraid. Mm-hmm. And you can say whatever you want about that guy, but he is completely unafraid. In the ring, he's, his eyes never close. His eyes never close. You can swing right at his face, and he, his eyes are wide open. Right. He watches everything. I know. It's pretty cool. Well, let's get off Connor's nuts. Jeez. Yeah, no, no. Jesus. I wanted to say, Connor though. Nut, nut hug show. <laughs> I wanted to say, though, that uh, I have been more on the, like, enjoying Connor as the heel, the heel of the sport, you know, kind of, like, mm-hmm. loving to hate him, rooting against him. And, you know, I've always, you know, I started off as a big fan on the positive side and then kind of turned later on in his, later on in his, uh, his run. But I, I must say that I was, in, I was inspired by this fight. Yeah. Totally inspired. Yeah. And, uh, so I, I don't know, converted, maybe I, I'll just go on record as, to say that I was inspired and it, that was great. That's all that matters. Yeah, <laughs> that was great. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so, um, and also, I, you know, one thing I want to—I do want to talk about—is Misha Tate retired right there in the ring. I know. What do what you think wonderful... about that? I, I mean, I was—I uh, think that was great. Man, she had the she had the strap. She did everything. She got to the highest goal you could get to in the mm-hmm. sport. I think after that, you know, what else is there? You know, I, I totally get, like, losing your, your, your taste for it after you've done it. Absolutely. Um, and, yeah, she's been, in, she's been in the game for so long, too, right? Yeah, I mean, I hope she stays as one of the UFC ambassadors because she's absolutely beautiful and she's cool as hell, you yeah. know? Uh, fun, fun to talk to you. I, I, I think that she will. She's, she's been behind the mic before. Um, she has, she has been, and I also think that she'll probably be pretty easy come the next few months to get an interview with. <laughs> oh, Patrick, oh. I like what you're thinking. <laughs> we gotta up the ante of this podcast one of these days, dude. She's got that retirement tour ready to go. <laughs> we, we get in on it. She's like, I'll do any podcast anytime. Bring it. <laughs> I wonder what her rate is. Like, if we hit up her manager and was just like, "We have a hundred dollars for five minutes." <laughs> um, well, that's only ten dollars for me. Come on, we work with yeah. managers all the time, Patrick. You know they'll be like, uh, "I know a hundred. Well, oh, you're saying a hundred thousand? Okay, great. No, I know, but what they'd be like is they'd be like, "Well, that's way below her rate. That's just like disgustingly below her rate." And that is what they're saying is yeah. she's probably cool enough to do it, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I am absolutely not cool enough to do it. It sucks for her though that she kind of like she went out, uh, she went out on a win, or sorry, on a loss, and she looked uh, the the fight didn't look good. 
No, no, she it's, didn't. It was an ugly fight, wasn't it? Well, part of her style has always been to kind of embrace the grind, get beat up a little bit, and then just endure. And I yeah. just, that's not a healthy style. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's very similar to, and Raquel is like that as well. I mean, no offense to either of them, but like usually they, they turn in some pretty, uh, I don't know, it's just like ugly fights, sometimes boring fights. Absolutely. Yeah. So it was like putting two, it was a risky move to put two of them together, you know? Yeah, it was a, it was just going to be a, it was like, it was like putting two bulldogs in a ring with like a big ham bone in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> no one was going to come out looking good. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know what? I predict, uh, I predict a retirement from someone else, Patrick, very soon. Another lady fighter. You think Rhonda's going to call it? How'd you know? How'd you know I was going to say Rhonda? <laughs> because she's on the tip of everyone's How brain you right know, now. How Patrick? What do you, let's talk about these rumors, man. Okay. Is she even cool. going to get in the ring? Yeah, I don't know. People are talking about, how, you know, that something's going to happen. Maybe she's going to have an emotional breakdown. I think people are just being sensationalist. But uh, when she, yes. she had to stare down, she stormed off. Right, um, which, suppose, which supposedly was just a miscommunication with the press and the crew, yeah. and that there wasn't, there wasn't, it was supposed to just be a stare off. So Rhonda stared off and exited stage and did what she was supposed to do, and then she got really pissed off that Amanda stuck around and got on the mic. Yeah, that's where it's just like, oh, man, come on, like you just came back, everyone, everyone loves you, They're, everyone's on your side, like, yeah, just like. I don't know what the, I don't know what the word is like. Grace is the word grace, or like so just, just or, or chill. <laughs> Maybe chill yeah. is the word. Where's your yeah. chill, girl? Where's your chill? Or just be just realize you're you're superior, and and that like everyone cannot wait to watch you fight, win or lose. But I do want to say I'd yeah. love to see her win. I'd love to see her win. It would be so beautiful if she won. Me too. And I don't know, her getting all butthurt about this stuff is like, I mean, come on, man. You're like, you're the, well, the biggest celebrity inside and outside uh, the ring. You know? Right. And then, and then there's even rumors of her already saying she's going to do like the WWE after this is done. Oh, and like man. she'll, you're just like, just win. Just win <laughs> first. People talk, are talking about Connor and the WWE, but uh, I love the idea of Ronda. She's such, like, she already has a wrestling personality. I mean, Connor has, like, the kind of, like, showboaty, um, uh, uh, Ric Flair <laughs> personality. But Rhonda's, like, she's already, I, I think she just naturally has it. Like, it's not a, it's not a show what she's doing. Right. <laughs> which I kind of like. I'm like, uh, she would be a very believable uh, um, heel in WWE. <laughs> She'd be great. She'd be great. And she'd make so much money. She'd oh make gosh. so much money. Just racking it in. Um, yeah, she could just name her price. Uh, I, I, you know, th this Connor rumor real quick, not to jump back on the Connor train, but mm. I do want to say, if he ever did it again, it would simply be to like, you know how there's like the plot lines in, in wrestling of like challenging for the company and the CEO and thing like th things like that? Yeah. That's what he would be doing. It would be Connor versus Vince, Vic Vince McMahon. That's totally. all Connor. That's totally. all Connor would ever do. Because yeah. he's only said like the rest of them are a bunch of goofs. <laughs> um, but like I do think Vince Vic, Vince McMahon is a is a real gangster. Um, but yeah, 
he, he's not he's not playing that game. He's gonna do the um, t- uh, the Trump uh, the Trump McMahon story. Stone, Stone Stone Cold Steve Austin story. Yeah. <laughs> but when Trump shaved his head. Oh my God, that was so ridiculous. <laughs> That's our president. That's our president. Jeez, um, moving on. Um, moving on. Anyway, Patrick, I was so I was so uh, desperate to see that. I ordered the I ordered the internet on on the airplane. Uh-huh. And, uh, I think I don't know. I was just I was on the open sea at that point, and so. Uh, I was literally just, I was getting chunks. The, the fights would come in uh, maybe like 10, 15 second chunks, like every two or three minutes. And I was just oh, like, Lord. <laughs> I was glued to it like that for like two hours. <laughs> Amazing. I would have been too. <laughs> <laughs> but it was. Did you, the, did you so, so you saw like the Frankie Edgar fight in like 15 second spurts? Yes, exactly. <laughs> what did you think of that? We're jumping all over the place, but what did you think of that? Oh, man. Um, cool. Uh, Edgar is like, uh, Edgar definitely solidifies himself as, uh, you know, one of the top fighters for sure. He's like, uh, he's so fast and squirrely. You know, it's pretty cool. And, uh,. <laughs> It was cool to see who the fuck is that guy uh, lose to. I'll, ne- I'll just never root for him. <laughs> it was cool. Well, I mean, I think that uh, I think that Stevens is he's just one of those uh, explosive fighters. You know, it's like one of those things where it's like if if you can ju- if you can avoid a few hammer swings. You know, if you could avoid the uh, avoid a huge flurry, you're going to survive and you're going to kick his ass, you know, because I don't know. There's I feel like that's his big weapon is haymakers. You know, yeah, that is his only weapon. Yeah. And if you get uh, if you can get get around that, if you got his number, which Frankie did, he's awesome at like movement and evasion. Um, It was a perfect fight for him, actually. And uh the thing is, like, it's one of those things. Like, if you get caught accidentally with one of those things, uh, it's there's a good chance you're not going to come back from it. You're not coming back from that. You're not coming back from that. But uh, I still would like to see Edgar, um, Edgar Connor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and evidently, Edgar was really injured uh, in that fight. Oh, is that so? Yeah. Where? Uh, his, 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 he had torn his MCL. Oh my God. Do they, any of these fighters have MCLs? It's weird. People are talking about. I don't like because I remember DC saying that he has no MCL. Yeah, he doesn't. I, I think <laughs> I think I, I think MCLs are very out of fashion in, in, in MMA. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're still. Oh, you still have an MCL. Oh, oh that's gross, dude. God. Oh, come on, <laughs> give us a program. <laughs> I just have I just have cotton stuffed in there. <laughs> a super absorbent cotton. <laughs> I just stubbed a baby diaper in there. <laughs> oh my Yo, God. that's that's weird. Uh, uh, what, it, overall, what was your besides McGregor Alvarez for two hundred five? What was what was the fight that had everyone going crazy besides uh, McGregor Alvarez? <laughs> I mean, Wonder Boy or Tyron Woodley was an amazing fight. It was yeah. an amazing fight. I think the and I think the ending was total bullshit. I know um, a fucking draw. Come on, 
That's horse. That's horse radish, dude. I think. Um, I, I mean, Tyron won. I mean, he gassed the, the, that that uh, fourth and fifth round. Yeah. But but like, does anyone forget that like Tyron beat the living snot out of Wonder Boy in the fourth round? Does yeah. it, has everyone forgotten that? Yeah. What? I, I didn't understand it. I didn't understand how it was a draw. I I understand I, that it was a close fight, but uh, I definitely had then, uh, Woodley for the win. Oh, of course. Yeah, it wasn't even a. It's still not a question to me. I think it's a. I think it's a bullshit call. And then you saw all the like just sort of weird, you know, first time in New York, uh, mm-hmm. crap that happened in the ring with Bruce Buffer, like not actually understanding the call and, yeah. and like having to go back and forth. Oh my and like, god! Yeah. Can you imagine? You could see it on his face. He was just like, "What the? F-? Like uh, the um, all the spirit dropped out of him a little bit." Cause yeah. He, I think in his mind he was like. I, I think I have it. And then he was like, I have it. No, I don't have it. And then I don't got it. Joe Rogan had to be like, uh, no, no, no. Just, just so you know, you got it. Yeah. I it. mean, uh, we, we basically stole all your thunder right there, but you still got it. <laughs> he was just you still like, got it. Man, fuck you guys. Yeah. Um, uh, and, but, and I, you know, I'm not that, I, I, I think Wonder Boy's style, um, as cool as he is and as interesting as Taekwondo is in the ring, put your hands up, man, pick your hands up for the love of God, box a little bit. Like mm-hmm. it's my biggest complaint against Taekwondo is that they just, they do not keep their hands up. Yeah. They don't keep their hands up and it's like, you're going to get hit. And when you get hit, it's going to look ugly and you're going to get beat around. Especially the way Woodley, the Woodley fights, the way he charges uh, yeah. at people like so explosively. He's just like, all of a sudden he's on top of you and like his hands are all on you. Yeah. Yeah. With someone and like, I mean, kudos to, to Wonder Boy for sticking that fight out and like mm-hmm. taking that beating and yeah. sustaining. I mean, yeah. just that's impressive, but yeah. I don't know. Definitely not a draw. I call racism. I call racism. Racism. <laughs> right in the heart of the city of the cultural melting pot. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. Uh, I guess uh, I would say probably my favorite fight, uh, aside from uh, from Alvarez, is I liked I like to see um, Joanna put the hurt. Put the oh hurt on. man, we kind of knew so- that was going to happen. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we knew that. I think we called that too. We were like, uh, "It's going to be a beat down decision." Yeah. How many d- title defenses does she have? Uh, that would be her one, two. I think it's her third because we got a uh, Letourneau, um, Gadea, uh, Gadea twice. Right. No, that, uh, that wasn't for the title when they fought. Oh, okay. she fought Claudia. No, it wasn't for the title. <laughs> Um, she's she's awesome, dude. I, yeah. I hope she stays champion for a, for a long time. Well, she said she's gonna, she says she's gonna retire a champion. I think she, yeah, reti- she, I think she retires next year. That's what I think. Yeah, I mean, what else does she have to prove? Not much. I mean, and, and I think she wants to have a, I think she wants to have a baby. That's what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, but but I, I what I love about the idea of someone retiring at the top and being like, I'm out. There's nothing more I have to prove in the sport. I made a bunch of money. You do set up the like in two years, two or three years, yeah. like the the, uh, the champ gets the itch, the sweet uh, comeback, the sweet the sweet the sweet like super fight. You know what I mean? I already I already love that. 
I already love that. Already, is it 2020 yet? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Just thinking about that, I'm like, oh, I'm like, who's gonna be at at the top um, in two years? Um, maybe maybe Rose Namajunas. Who knows who's gonna be coming into the division in the next couple years? But I would say that in two years, if Rose keeps fighting, she's so young, she's gonna be like, she's gonna be at the top for sure. Right. I mean, she already so, is, but yeah. She is, uh, but I don't see anyone in the division besides Carolina who really gives her any trouble. Yeah. And, and Speaking of people in her division that could give her trouble, did you see the Claudia Gadea um, most recent fight? Yeah. What do you th- What do you think about that that floor kick? I know. <laughs> uh, Bungate. Yeah, <laughs> Bungate. <laughs> I don't think people are calling it that, but I want to call it that right now. Bungate? Yeah, we're officially calling it Bungate. <laughs> uh, Claudia Gadelia, Courtney Casey. Um, that, it was, it was, I'd never really, I haven't seen a flop in U, in the UFC. I guess maybe I've kind of seen people overreact on dick kicks. Yes. But I don't know if I've ever seen a flop like that. I I looked at that footage from, all the angles that they had. Did it connect? Was there it's a frame missing? People people say like, oh, there's a, if there were a couple extra frames. But I know that they're, they're shooting it in, in what? What are they shooting it in? Like 60? <laughs> no, yeah. not 60, but a pretty high frame rate. I'm like, would it, right. would it miss? Like something like that? I don't think so. No, no. It would, in fact, it would pick it up, and that's a great question. I don't know if I've seen slow mo- slow motion footage of it. Um, I haven't either. I I had some saw some where it was people were pausing, but th- there was no connection. Maybe a grazing over the top of the head. I think that she just knew she knew that she was getting destroyed, and uh, and she and she uh, she overreacted, and I think. Uh, uh, credit to Claudia, though, she just she said like she knew that it was an illegal kick, and she admitted to it. But she never. I think that she knew that she didn't connect, but she was yeah. just like, I admit it's a, an illegal kick. But she was she was disappointed at the end of the fight because she was. <laughs> that was the funny thing that she was disappointed at the fight because she wasn't fighting a top opponent. She was like, right. I deserve to be fighting people better than this bitch right she i mean she did put the whoop on <clears throat> it was like a it was like a, a practice match for her that's what it seemed like right mm. right and i don't know you can't that's the thing you can't fake it like that if there's replays <laughs> yeah <laughs> you like, know it's, it's, it's just <laughs> right. if joe rogan were there he'd be like uh courtney let's go back <laughs> Let's go back to the footage and see that. Uh, so as you see it, the foot is uh, it's whiffing right over your head. It's not I'm just actually more, being... <laughs> Is that bun connected to a bone in some way? Or <laughs> <laughs> were, you, were you grabbing your forehead because your hair got pulled when the bun got kicked? Just curious. The, the other thing is, is like um, the, the other thing with the kick that is just so weird to me is like, even if it like the you know her ankle or whatever connected like Claudia Gadea was not kicking through you know what I mean like yeah. if it was a real kick it would have literally like swung way past her head. yeah yeah she pulled she pulled it back because she was like she thought she obviously thought Courtney was um, was coming up but right. uh, she ended up uh, she ended up going for the takedown um, yeah 
So, oh man, and she flopped hard. She was she down did. there for how long was she down there? It seemed yeah, like it was, a century. Uh, yeah, that was some she, WWE shit right there. She should be in the WWE. <laughs> oh, oh, like she got a chair to the head. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, there's one angle. Actually, I'm looking at the GIF right now. There's a reverse angle from behind, and, mm -hmm. dude, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's, it is over The angle from the back looks like she didn't even land, like, get close to her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Claudia Gadea did, did, I mean, she did get a little roughed up in the fight, but yeah. she, she was dominant for sure. Yeah, I mean, Courtney's a big, uh, definitely a big girl for the division. Yeah. Glad you looked like a little midget in there. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, dude, speaking of fights that we've that uh, that have gone by, um, we missed Musasi Hall. Yes, I, and I missed it hard. I, you know, I, 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 I me, too, me too. I had to, I caught all that in post, all of it in post. And uh, you're saying that Gaggard was looking amazing. Yeah, he was on a tear. He looked great. Uh, and I think he definitely wanted to get a finish. I think it might have been called a little early. Um, for the second but, for the for the second time? Or maybe even uh, the third time for Uriah? Uh, well, you know, he, he got the early call in their for, in Musasi Hall one. You know, Hall was saying he was recovering and that yeah. it, and that um, I think yeah, I think Hall kinda got it. Um, got got an early early call. Although he was just getting pound I mean he got basically put in a constrictor and was just getting punched. So I think the ref called it. <laughs> I mean, poor guy. Yeah, poor can guy. He, can he get a win? No. I, I think he, he, he just need. I feel like he needs to go back down, back down in rankings for the people he's fighting and uh, and re, just re-up, re re-evaluate. I think he got cocky, overconfident maybe. Uh, from his like highlight real win, and mm -hmm. then it just since then hasn't hasn't been able to put it together. Yeah, uh, he's all and, and and whenever the big pressure is on, um, he he just never seems to deliver. Oh. And I remember everybody when he when he came in on tough, they were just like, please, please let this guy be a, a, be the real deal. Yeah, is and he has a weird chin too right cuz it's like you're always wondering like did you get knocked out or what's going on like yeah he's he's been put down sometimes and you're just like whoa whoa that that seemed rather quick he just got tapped and he's down yeah you think he's flopping no i don't think he's flopping i don't think i just i don't know i just don't i don't know He's a, he's a weird fighter. He's that real that real sort of video video game style highlight stuff he loves to do, and um, and he's not really just a uh, you know he's not a warrior. Yeah, video and that's that's easy to say. While I sit on my my mom's couch from Dubrovnik. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Ishihara lost. Yeah. Versus Artem. Which uh, and then Connor hopped the fence. That was like a big deal. Connor hopped the fence. Yeah, he hopped the fence after the win and uh, jumped in there and you know paraded his man around. Yeah, nice. I think oh, that was an easy. I, I think that was, a, a, that was a hard fight. I mean, that that Ichihara guy is he's he's a really good fighter. Yeah, I love. Uh, I just love him outside the ring. Uh, yeah, he's, he's got <laughs> he's got antics for sure. He's a he's a super good character. 
but uh, whatever. Dude, wh what do we got coming up now? I think our next big event is uh, December 10th, UFC 206. Oh, the oh yeah, the next big event. I was like, well, we got like five events before then. No, the next, <laughs> <laughs> the next big event, hell yeah, it's um, <clears throat> Cormier Johnson. It is. And, dude, there's so many awesome fights on there. Uh, you know, some fights that uh, we got Cerrone back. You know, that fight's I know, coming he, back. And he's fighting Brown. That's going to yeah. be crazy. I, I mean, that's going to be crazy. I mean, I'm calling it for Cerrone just right now. Boom. I'm, <laughs> me too. Although Brown is, uh, I think he's, he's a little disappointed in his last fight. He's going to come out really hard. But I think yeah. Cerrone... I think Cerrone not getting the fight at the at the Garden has has got him pretty far. And having to stay in, stay in training camp, I got him pissed off. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, Brown's got like a I don't know what his brain is made out of, but it's uh, made out of steel maybe or something. I don't know. He his get, last he, he can get yeah, knocked his, around. Yeah, his last fight he he got knocked out. Yeah, didn't he? I can't remember who he fought, but it was over quickly. Yeah, it was like his twin. Um, I can't remember right now. And we we got Holloway. Oh, I can't wait for that. <laughs> I mean, if, Holl if Holloway wins this, he deserves the title shot, right? I mean, the guy is, is on a he's, – he's, he's just on a tear. He really is. Uh, but I don't know. Is he ready? Does he care? Yeah, he cares. He, want, he wants the belt. He wants a title shot for sure. Well, ex excuse me, an interim title shot. He has <laughs> an interim title shot. Uh, I don't know. Um, people are saying that it should be it should be the winner of this fight versus um, versus uh, what's it called? What the fuck's his name? He just won. Khabib. Edgar. Oh, Khabib. Yeah. Uh, of of Pettis Holloway. Yeah. Yeah, but they're different weight classes. Oh, what am I talking about? Yeah. No, who am I saying? Um, the, Tony Ferguson is Ferguson. Yeah, you get Holloway and Ferguson confused all the time, which makes sense because they do look alike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Khabib needs to fight Ferguson, but uh, that would be amazing. Yeah, that yeah. would be amazing. <laughs> Holloway and Ferguson, uh, they are twins. Um, yeah, but uh, I don't know. I don't know who to call in that fight, but I, I want it to be Max. I'm a super big fan of him. Yeah, I think Max is Max will do it. I think I think Pettis, you know, I think he's uh, he's he's he, he just hasn't looked like old school, amazing Anthony Pettis in a long time, and uh, Max is just on the rise, and I think really getting to his prime. Um, what about uh, Valerie Letourneau? Uh, can't wait for that. It'll be cool to see her fight, especially because uh, you know she's she's definitely a contender. Yeah, I want to see her fight again. Yeah, she's awesome. And uh, Cub Swanson versus Doohu Choi. Yeah, what's is, is which one is what's Doohu Choi's uh, like? What's his fight name? I don't know what his nickname is. He's not Superboy, right? One like right? There's like Superboy from Korea. I don't know. I don't think that's him. Doohu, okay, cool. Who Choi? And he's not the Korean zombie either. These right? You know, we got we can't get all these Koreans mixed up. No. Um, yeah, that's going to be – it'll be great. It's always great to see Cub fight. Oh, yeah, he is. He's the Korean Superboy. You're right. Yeah. He's amazing. He he has a really cool style. 
um, that, that'll be a great fight. And in fact, I will go ahead and call it for, for uh, Duhu. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. You think, you think Cub is, uh, you think Cub is, is just done? No, I just think Duhu is really good. Mm-hmm. I don't think, I, I, I think it'll happen fast. I think it'll be a real, I think it'll, it'll I think it's going to blow. I think that fight has potential for fight of the night. What? Yeah. Or knockout of the night. You heard it here, people. You've been great at calling these fights, by the way. So sometimes my gut, sometimes my <laughs> gut just knows things. <laughs> we glossed over the uh, um, Ultimate Fighter um, finale. Event. Yeah. Yep, that's for sure. And uh, you're uh, you're very opinion you're very opinionated about this since well, you've I mean, been actually watching the Ultimate Fighter. I've somewhat been watching it. Yes, um, definitely somewhat been watching it. Um, uh, and by somewhat, I mean I recorded it and then I fast forward to the to the end. Um, <laughs> it is uh, it, 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 it's it's a miraculous idea. You take all the flyweight champs from all the like ten can divisions, put them put them in a house together, let them fight for supremacy, and then get a shot at the title. Um, it's pretty cool. Um, none of them are on Mighty Mouse's level, and so I just I hope. It would be amazing if it if like one of these guys really emerges as a contender. I'm rooting for this guy Tim Elliott, who used to be in the UFC and now he's the Titan FC champ. Um, and uh, he used to yeah he was he was in the, in the UFC, he fell out, and uh, now he's hungry again. And um, he's just sort of he's he's sort of on a on a mission. But again, it's just like you're they, they're going to put them. It, it'd be like going through a basketball training camp and then playing LeBron James. I think that's like, the, it's kind of a controversy about this whole fight is that it's, you know, people, all the purists are like, this is a sport. It's not supposed to work like that. You're not supposed to get your chance because you're on a TV show and then <laughs> fight the champion. But yeah. Who else is going to fight him? That's yeah. the thing. It's like, what, where's the, where's the other fight? He's cleaned out the division like twice. <laughs> <laughs> There's no other fight for this guy in the division. I mean, that's why all of this, and in 2017, thanks to Conor McGregor and his just pushing the boundaries, we are now looking at the age of the super fight being a thing. Yeah. Uh, Demetrius Johnson will destroy this guy. Um, we got Cody Garbrandt um, versus uh, uh, Dominic Cruz. And then I think. After the after Dominic Cruz uh, puts the beat down on that, we're looking at a at a super fight. <laughs> I, I'm just seeing on this card is uh, Joe Ben and Henry Henry Cejudo uh-huh. um, uh, as the co-main. I'm like, wouldn't that be a great fight? Both of them versus DJ. <laughs> wouldn't it? As a super <laughs> fight, that'd be amazing. <laughs> Two on one. Yeah. <clears throat> that'd be an awesome That would be fight. hilarious. Just like, a, <laughs> just like a little, like a uh, little scrap in there. Yeah. That, that's, that fight has come, that ultimate fighter, um, episode or w- when does that, when does that come on? The ultimate fighter finale or the card? The, the finale. Oh, uh, that is... No, 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 not the finale. I'm sorry, the win that. That fight is the 30th, uh, December right? 3rd. Yeah. December 3rd. Uh, I will be... Where I'll, I'll be in Mexico City when that happens. Oh, snap. Uh, hopefully that... Hopefully um, I can watch it. Dude, I, this is a this is like um, an abstract fight on that card, but uh, it's my uh, most most beautiful in the UFC, Kaylin Curran. 
She's, yes. She's the one that I think is the most beautiful and I love the most. But uh-huh. I think this... <laughs> people were saying after her last fight uh, that she should be not in the UFC, that she should go um, down and fight for Invicta. Um, so I th- it's one of those things people are saying, like, oh, she's just on because she's beautiful. And I'm just I'm hoping that she can get a win. Yeah. Here. Isn't Paige Van Zandt and... Uh, um... Speaking of just the cuties of UFC, Paige Van Zandt and then um, Michelle Waterson fighting soon? Am I correct? Yeah, they're fighting uh, in 2017. Yeah, that's going to uh, be crazy. I think they're the, they're, the opening, they're the opening fight in the new year. Well, yeah. besides, for, besides, the, besides the Ronda fight. But she's, uh, she's headlining. Uh, that's the crazy thing. She's headlining the card uh, while the Uriah Faber fight, um, potentially his final fight in the UFC, is I know, the, right? Is uh, it's not even the co-main, so it's it's interesting. They're like on the same team, and she's. But of course, these days she she should be headlining. But it's it's crazy to me that she is. <laughs> that Paige Van Zandt is. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, she's got star power. Yeah, exactly. But it's funny, like she she's mega famous. Uh, in Dancing with the Stars. Well, I think Uriah <laughs> Faber needs to go do that. That should be his next move after retirement. Dancing with the Stars. Dude, I just watched the finale with my mom last night. <laughs> oh, my God. Favor, Dancing with the Stars. He's, like, he's be- dancing in flip-flops. They should, you know how they do one of those, like, gimmick things, like uh, Paige did where she was dancing in a UFC ring or whatever. It was, like, uh-huh. a boxing theme. Um, uh-huh. I, th- <laughs> I, see, uh, I see Faber dancing, like, on a giant chin. <laughs> it's like this giant chin it's, uh, first you think it's like two mountains like it lo- it's like two mountains off into the distance it rolls in and it's just a chin it's just a giant chin <laughs> they do their dance what's like, that what's that sir mix a lot video where he's dancing on top of a butt yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome they spoof it you're like is that a but wait, no, it's a chin. Whoa! I mean, that, the, may, that may be too risky for television, but otherwise they could do it in a giant flip-flop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, and he's fighting Brad Pickett, which, is a, which will be a great fight. Yeah. Uh, I want to see him go out on a win. I, of course. It is his last fight, right? He said that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, y- you never know yeah. with these guys, but I mean, that guy's done so well for himself. He's he's uh, invested in very well. I mean, he's he's gonna be fine, and he's a, he's a true ambassador for the sport. And Dana White loves him. Yeah, I, he really is. I, he's like super nice guy. Yeah, and uh, he's had what one million fights. <laughs> He's had one. Exactly, exactly. And he had one of the best seasons of Tough ever. I mean, he and Connor were were hilarious. That was yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> they were hilarious, and they actually supposedly have a friendship. Yeah, like behind you... it all, behind it all, they're actually pretty tight. Yeah, you can tell. I mean, he know he knows about the game. He know, he knows about the game. He's not. Uh, there's some fighters I think that really take Conor McGregor really seriously. Yeah. And there's some people that are like, no, this is great. I get it. <laughs> Dude, also, we got uh, on that card, we're jumping all over, but. Um, no, it's good. <laughs> let's, the, jump, the, let's jump. 
Come on. Dude, the, the co-main is Gaul versus Northcut. I can't wait for that. Yes. <laughs> it's so good. I love that. Uh, I love how it's kind of like fighters can come up with, they're like, oh, my God, this would be such a sensational fight. And it's almost like they they just, like, suggest it for the matchmakers and make it happen. I know. Well, I wonder, like, let's say Gaul wins, which would be amazing. I would love to see Sage just, like, it would just be amazing to see Sage lose because he, <laughs> he's just, uh, you just worry about someone who's so, like, pressurized to perform well, you know, yeah. that, like, their losses make them, you know, go to crack addiction or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, it'd be cool to just see who Gaul calls out after this. Ooh. Who are you going to gall? Dude, who are you going to gall? <laughs> who are you going to gall out? Dude, wouldn't that be funny if he, because he doesn't have a nickname yet, Mickey Gall. Wouldn't it be funny if his who you gonna became his the middle? <laughs> I, I always thought it would be cool if he was Mickey the bladder gall. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, who is in charge of, of making up names for people, and how do we get that job? Yeah. Mickey, the bladder. <laughs> uh, how do you spell, what is, how do you spell gall and gallbladder? I think it's G-A-L-L. But what is that? I'm what is so that? dumb. I don't know. Hold on, my mom knows. Gall, G-A-L-L. G-A-L-L, all right. It's the same spelling as Mickey gall. I think it's one word, though. Bladder, gallbladder? Yeah, gallbladder is one word. There's a bladder and then there's a gallbladder and it's all one word? Yeah. Hello, welcome to Anatomy with Rob. Hey, you ever had a, gall, <laughs> you ever had a gallstone? Uh, I have not. Oh, that's a, actually a good name. It's better than the bladder. The stone gall? Yeah, Mickey. <laughs> Mickey the stone gall. I'm going to stick with who you gonna. So it's who you gonna gall. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> who you gonna gall. <laughs> Mickey gone. Um, dude, it, 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 it's it's so. Wait, will we be back live in California together next week? Or are you off off in the world? I'm going to Cuba for my girlfriend's birthday. So amazing. I I may be away from uh, from strong internet. I know that internet exists over there, but I think it's very very precious. I'm going to go ahead and say it doesn't exist over there. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's going to be it's going to be interesting. But actually I think I'll, uh for um uh for the next, for for Saturday's fight I'll be in uh I'll be in Mexico City. Yeah. But will I will I be back? No, nope, I but won't be back. <laughs> Ron, do you have, like, a personal assistant to help you with all this stuff? <laughs> I, I, one of these days, uh, I'll get one, but first I need money. <laughs> but I need, uh, what is that stuff called? That, uh, <laughs> that money to pay them? I need that, uh, that money. <laughs> yeah, I'm not lucky enough to have a job like you. One day. One day. One day I will. One day. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working up to it. Um... It's sad, but true. I haven't been to training in a long time, Patrick. What about you? Me neither. Um, in fact, I've gotten, I've just been eating, been mm. eating my way through mm. Texas right these days. Yeah, I actually, uh, I've kind of been saving myself uh, for this trip to uh, Mexico and Cuba because Mexico City has some of the best cuisine in the world. Don't know if you knew yeah. this, but it, I did know, I yeah. did know that actually. Yeah, and uh, 
So we're going to go hard there. And uh, I'm curious about how the what the food situation is like in Cuba, but I hear that there's some pretty good stuff that you can get into over there. There's a thing over there they got called the Cuban sandwich. Oh! <laughs> oh! Can you eat no. tobacco? Can you eat tobacco, like in a salad? I don't know. You're going to get some Cuban cigars when you go? I haven't smoked in a really long time, but I'm definitely. Dude, I just, like, I just think, I think cigars are disgusting. No, no, no. I, I, I really just nicotine in general, or just tobacco in general. I just, as you, I've gotten older, can't have no taste for. You've never been drawn to it, or have you? No, especially cigars. It's like sucking on a big tailpipe. Oh, interesting. I kind of, uh, I took you for a cigar guy, but maybe that's people, me just being judgmental. Maybe no, I get it. Beard. I get it. The leather you wear. <laughs> Your house is decorated all magically. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like somehow, why does wearing leather and cigars go together somehow? Uh, it, it does. It does. You, you see like a, like most of those like aficionado cigar type magazines are always like some leather upholstered wall or some big leather chair. Yeah. And then some cigar smoking fiend is sitting on them yeah some ad for dracar noir dude speaking of just <laughs> odd things um back to uh dancing with the stars yes. rick did you know that rick perry was one of the like stars this season on dancing with the stars i did not know that <laughs> and how did, it was how did rick uh, rick uh fair i think i think rick fared not so well i think he was out in like the third or fourth week or whatever um, but Vanilla Ice was also on this season, and what? they be, they be, they they struck an unlikely bond, and they're actually like friends now. What? Yeah, that's weird. That is way weird, right? It was weird to just see like Rick Perry on stage dancing, and like it was just weird. Rick Perry and uh, For- um, oh, I'm reading right now. He rocked a backward hat. And DJ'd for Vanilla Ice. Yeah. <laughs> that is incredibly bizarre. I mean, what what do you guys think of uh, Rick over there in Texas? Like, is he a, cele- a celebrity to you guys? Um, I think he is to a lot of Texans. Mm-hmm. I, I I tend to I tend to kind of see the uh, the Texas. If you know anything about Texas politics, it doesn't really matter who the governor is. The lieutenant governor actually has all the power. Oh, is that so? Mm-hmm. And so typically one, one thing that Rick Perry did really well uh, with his, his lieutenant governor was really good. Same with George Bush. And another really odd, oddball thing that happens in Texas politics is that typically the governor is a Republican and the lieutenant governor, which is a voted on position, is Democrat. And that always really strikes a healthy balance. Huh, um, that's cool. I, I like th- that. Yeah. We should but have a that lot here. Of people, yeah, I know, as right? President. As president. <laughs> As president or as governor? <laughs> <laughs> no, as president. There should be a president of California. I know, right? Big staters. Big staters need their own president. <laughs> um, well, that's really weird. And it's even, I mean, it's just, it's weird that he he went on Dancing with the Stars. But I guess it's like, everyone, well, I don't all politicians get, now are all about, like, let's let's go reality. I mean, well, and I, what I don't like about it, and not to get political, it's like, what the hell is a politician being called a star for? I mean, mm-hmm. back in the day, people used to be really untrusting of politicians, and now it's just like, yeah, dancing with the stars, yay. Like, <laughs> I don't know. A politician is not a star. 
No, but I guess it's, you know, it's changing so quickly. And uh, I don't know, our world uh, reveres, sadly, they revere reality television stars a lot. They do. They do, sadly. They're like, I think that I know you because I've been in this false reality with you for so long. Oh, reality TV. Would you ever do a reality TV star, TV show? Like if they were like, Ron, we want to, all the, all your happenings in the, no. in, 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 in the world, we want to follow you around and, no. and make you, make you a star. No, no. I don't. I don't want to do that. What about you, Patrick? Negative. Yeah. Negative. I would, we even, there, there was even a time where we were pitching like a, 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 the idea of a reality TV show for Patrick. Uh, and even that was, even though that would be totally scripted and fake, that was start, it was starting to be like, I, I can't do this. Yeah. Can, it's, you know. it's funny because I could, I could honestly say, even if it was good money, no, I would not want it. Yeah, I just don't. I don't believe in it. That's the thing. <laughs> I, I, I just don't believe. believe it. I don't. Yeah, I don't believe it's a real thing. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not. I'm not really drawn to uh, fame, and I'm definitely not drawn to reality fame. Right. <laughs> well, it, it seems awful. It just seems awful. Right. There's always been something so like um, to me just. The, decadent is not the word. But what, what I'll try to like explain it. Uh, in, in another way, I, I would imagine that if it was like back in the day when it was like you worshipped the king and the queen and the royals and like you were just like a peasant, right? You were mm -hmm. like you wanted to know everything about the royals and what they were doing and how they sure. dressed and how they thought. If the peasants back in the day could have had full visual access like we have to these people that we, you know, make royals through mm -hmm. reality TV show, it, it, it just it would just would have been like this even more disgusting thing. And so it just feels like you're. Con Contributing and participating in, I don't know, like something so bad for us. Like it just, it doesn't feel good. Like watching the Kardashians as much as I have literally been with people or just been on vacation and like, you know, you have some downtime and like Kardashians are on and you're like, you just watch all of a sudden you watch six hours of it. Yeah. Like it, it never leaves me feeling good. Like yeah. I'm all, I, I come out of it going, oh man. <laughs> oh, oh no! It's, oh no! <laughs> it stimulates though that gossip part of us, where oh, you know for sure. we're, we're all kind of like drawn to gossiping and like uh, you know t t talking about other people's issues and other people's problems. It's like there's a high attached to it. It's incredibly. Uh, it's not evolved <laughs> in any way, but it's, yeah. it's definitely something that. Uh, people are drawn to and some people don't even think about that part they're just like yeah gossip is awesome and i do it right. all the time with my friends with my family and with all these people that i don't even fucking know <laughs> which, which yeah i just don't want to yeah i don't want to contribute to that <laughs> i don't want to be i don't want to be part of that but kanye oh my god let's talk about oh, but, him <laughs> but what is wrong with him <laughs> <clears throat> Oh man! You know, and then at a certain point, it all that all starts to feel scripted to me. Like Kanye marrying Kim Kardashian is just like it. Just that's such a big power play. You know what I mean? It's not real. There's no way that's real. It's not like those two people meet and are like, "Holy crap, we're soulmates." <laughs> you know what I mean? They can just be like, "Oh yeah, if we get married, our fame grows that much more, and we stay 
you know, we stay more relevant. You know, it just it just all feels it all feels well, gross. Well, Patrick, come on, would would you marry Kim Kardashian if she was like mm-hmm. Patrick? I I think I love you. Oh, um, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Do we have to get married? <laughs> <laughs> can we, I don't know if I believe in marriage, but uh, can we just be engaged for a really long time? Can we just be engaged for a minute? <laughs> and can we just be engaged in just sex? <laughs> can we just engage in that for a little while? Yeah, for a week or so, <laughs> for a couple weeks. Yeah, before I can't talk to you because <laughs> you're vapid and vacant. Oh, Patrick! Sorry. That's not nice. What if she was a guest I would on love the show? To, I, I was, I was just, that's so funny you say that. It's like, what if, like, what, what if, like, she was ever a guest on, like, Joe Rogan's podcast? You know, and Joe Rogan's very good at, like, uh, he, I don't know, just like, you know, you know, how he's such a, like, he drills people and he, like, yeah. makes fun of Kim Kardashian. I don't know if you saw his uh, show on Netflix, his newest one hour special, but like, no. it's inc- the last five minutes or there's this incredible piece of theater that he does where he like, per- like he, per- he portrays the Kardashians as actual demons. <laughs> and, uh, and like, it would just, be, it'd just be amazing to see her, but she never would obviously, but like hear her in some sort of real, you know, where she's asked to be, to be critical and, and analytical and, and hear her thoughts on something. Could you imagine if it, what, what that would be like? It would be, it would be vacant. It would be vapid. I wonder. I wonder. I wonder. <laughs> Patrick, it's been so good to get back into the pod. It is. It is. I, I'm hoping and we can find a way to do it next week. We will, we will by, by hook or by crook. Also, I would just like to say, Ron, you know, it's been it's been a long time since we've hung out, and, and uh, you know, we when we when we do when we do get on these podcasts, we we talk trash about the fighters, and, and I just want to say from uh, from the bottom of my heart, uh, I'm really sorry to absolutely no one. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn! Oh damn! <laughs> uh, best. Mic drop ever, dude. Yeah, really nice. <laughs> Good ending. <laughs> <laughs> full, full on heel. Hell Love yeah. Him. He deserved that. He did. He did. Well, my <laughs> man, dude, I'll, I'll catch you on the flip. All right. Um, farewell and farewell to our listeners. This is Wolf Ticks. I'm Ron Erickson the second. Patrick Pope, the only. Keep it real, y'all. Woo. They're selling y'all wolf tickets, people. You're eating them right up. Thank you.